podcast with your host, Bro and, and Dilly. May watch South Park and May watch episode. Stan Kyle, Cartman, Kenny, for kids, mouth or potty. They're not good role models, but what do Bro and Bill, they watch all shows. They talk and discuss whether they watch or not. Some shows are good, then there are some who just are so bad that we think that they suck. But we don't worry because the show won't for you a minute, not one second. Join Bro and Billy and listen to Shark Pod. It's our party podcast with your host, Bro and Billy. This show is also a podcast. Podcast. They talk all about South Park. 19 season counting. How long will they be on the We don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Don't we know? Yeah, now. No, we don't know. We don't know. No. Hurra for dig så fyller det over, og dig vil vi gratulere. Alle er ring omkring dig, vi står og ser når vi vil marsjere. Våken ikke nei, snu oss omkring, danse for dig med hopp og sprøtt og spring. Ønske dig av hjertet alle gode ting, og si mig så, hva vil du med rød? Gratulere! Yay! Yay! Happy birthday! Thank you, thank you. We are recording this episode <laughs> on my birthday on June the 3rd. So, I got a birthday. The, actually, you know what? I, you got I, a birthday and Christmas on the same day! Not bad! Oh, no, isn't that <laughs> No, actually, you know what? I was going to say this. Um... Actually, that is the second time someone has ever sung happy birthday to me in another language. Mm. The only other time um, I had, I, for those who don't know, I am uh, I work with special needs children. And I had this one boy who was Hispanic. Oh. And he sang happy birthday in Spanish. And I didn't even know this. So he was singing it. And then at the like towards the end, I heard you know I heard Mr. Bill, and I was like, "Holy crap! He's singing Happy Birthday to me in Spanish." <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. So it's, now, so it, now I've had my birthday song in Spanish and Norwegian. Yeah, not bad. I I mean, um, uh, it's 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 uh, I usually don't uh, sing on podcast. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> For you, I, I do it. Yeah, because I never sing on any podcast. Right, oh, neither do I. Right. <laughs> Especially not you. Join, join us next year as uh, Fro's birthday will be sung in Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> whichever one, or whichever that language is. So, uh, it's this year. It's this yeah, year, so. Yeah, I'll need, either we need a singer or we'll, I'll need to be trained in Klingon. Yeah, I have birthday on the 11th of September. I'm not sure we're going to celebrate that. Oh, we'll celebrate your birthday. Yeah, but... I, I have a funny story about that before we go on. Uh, my, my my dad, that's mm-hmm. half American, by the way. Right. 
um, he was sitting in <laughs> in a car, and he uh, suddenly he remembered uh, that uh, my birthday was uh, the 11th of September, and he was sitting in 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 a taxi uh, on his way to home. And he, he he was calling me, and then he looked in the front seat, and there was this uh, man with the turban, and mm-hmm. he he did not want to say happy birthday <laughs> <laughs> because of him. Oh. <laughs> My dad's a little racist. Oh. Actually, you know what? That is pretty tasteful. I will I will give your dad that. That is pretty in a tasteful manner. It's tasteful and a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little racist. We like to push the envelope on this show. Oh yeah, this, this this show. If you listen to this, you should be over twelve. Yeah, I mean we haven't offended anyone that I'm aware of. So. Oh no! Like last podcast that we were uh, talking about how much uh, what was it? I I don't remember. Oh, the the starving Ethiopians. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. So, we don't offend anyone. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. So, today, as Fro mentioned, uh, we will conclude our holiday trilogy with Christmas. Yay! And I'd like to do, real quick, my six-year-old nephew's version of Jingle Bells, real quick. <laughs> okay. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Only five allowed to ride in one horse open sleigh. Hey! <laughs> I love that. I, I I don't have the heart to tell them those are the wrong words. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So it is our today. We are going to review the very first Christmas episode. Merry Christmas, everybody! Yes. Yeah. Sits fro and is sweating because it's so hot outside. <laughs> well, actually, it's cool where I am. Although we're supposed to get some rain in a little while, so. It's- 30 degrees Celsius here in Norway. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, especially for Norway. Yeah. It's in the name. Norway. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, today we are going to review Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. And uh, there's going to be a lot of talk. And like I promised, I do have a story with this episode. That I will talk about a little bit later once we're done reviewing or talking about this episode. Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Um, But, you know, I, I, I was thinking real quick. Sure. And, and I wanted to do this before we begin. I asked this um, on Facebook years ago. This was I, – I had not known you at this point in time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you this question now. Mm-hmm. What's your least favorite Christmas song? Oh my god. Uh, I'm not a huge Christmas person, as you will discover when I tell my uh, review of this episode. Um, I think it's a Norwegian one, so it's going to be really obscure for everyone. Okay. But, uh, had, uh, okay, uh, Oh, 
Genoshima Nordinges julen in And so on and so on and so on Okay So uh, it's called Stjerne Skinner i natt And it's by Oslo, Oslo Gospel Choir I think that's my least favorite Christmas Okay Yeah I'm just gonna put it plain out there My least favorite is Winter Wonderland Oh that's a bad one Yeah Because it Sorry, has nothing to do with Christmas. No. Just bring it up. I totally agree. Thank you. Finally. Um, all right, so now... Oh, we... Spoiler alert. Anything to do with uh, with Santa doesn't really have anything to do with Christmas. <gasps> oh, my God. I went there. Oh, dear. <laughs> You're terrible. Hey, people. Santa isn't real. La, 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 la. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about poo instead of... Yeah, let's get into this episode before we get people upset. <laughs> the episode is, like I said, Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poo. Uh, this originally aired on December 17th, 1997. And, like I said, this is the first Christmas episode. And it's... And you know what? There, I, And I noticed this. There's a lot of firsts mm. in this. Mm-hmm. And we'll and we'll point them out throughout the episode. Actually, we'll point one out right now because instead of the traditional South Park intro, we have the kids singing "We Wish You a Merry Christmas." So or, that's how it starts off. Or singing. <laughs> right, singing. And then Stan comes onto the stage. And he asks for the light, and he does the famous scene from uh, A Charlie Brown Christmas, where um, Linus, you know, talks about the meaning of Christmas. And then, uh, after he's done, he says, and now South Park presents the birth of baby Jesus, or the nativity scene. So, we have Wendy as Mary, Carmen is one of the shepherds. And Kyle is Joe, or Joseph. So, you know, they they practice... Well, we think this is live. This is actually happening. But it's actually rehearsal. So, you know, they give... You know, Wendy gives birth to Jesus. And Kyle holds baby Jesus by the head. (laughs) And he's like, it's a boy! And Mr. Garrison's like, God, God, God. So he points out to Wendy that she should be practicing being at labor more which is bizarre and that Kyle should not be holding the baby by the head he should be holding it by um, the legs so then here comes Kyle's mom and you know she's a bit offended because her son is playing Joseph you know the father of Jesus and, you know, it, like, basically, Mr. Garrison's like, oh, well, what, you know, difference does it make? So, then she has, you know, Kyle, she wants Kyle to sing, you know, a Jewish song. She wants him to sing the Dreidel Dreidel song. But Kyle's like, I got another song. It's called Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. And, <laughs> and he starts singing the song, and, you know, they're like, whoa, what the hell, you know? Stop this. <laughs> and then 
Mr. Garrison makes this great com- or funny comment about, oh, I'm sorry you raised your child to be pagan. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets offended and oh. she leaves. And he's like, what, is it about the pagan comment? I didn't really mean it. <laughs> so, um, you know, then the boys find out, you know, through that, that Kyle is Jewish. He doesn't celebrate Christmas. And um, then they see that it's snowing. It's Christmas snow. So the kids go out and they try to catch snowflakes on their tongue, which I'm just going to say right now, Fro and I have done that, Chris, mm-hmm. or catch snow on our tongues. Mm-hmm. And Kenny catches a bird poop. Poor Kenny. And then Kyle tries to catch it, but the boys are like, wait a minute. I don't think Jews are allowed to catch Christmas snow on their tongue. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they ask Officer Barr Brady, and he thinks it's illegal to do that, but they're not sure. So the boys leave to go see Santa Claus, and then we get our first our first original song that they ever do That that's not Chef. Yeah, because uh, I don't think we talked a lot about chocolate, salty balls. No, we haven't gotten into that point yet. Uh, and uh, and he sings in every episode, so I mean... Yeah, he does. Which he does in this one, too. But Hey, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Is Isaac Hayes dead? Yes. Okay. He died, I think, nine or ten years ago. I I I heard that as a rumor, but I never liked uh, Google it. No, he's he's gone. He has a uh, he has passed away into Scientology heaven. <laughs> Again, affecting the Scientologists, but I don't care. So, so Kyle sings a lonely Jew on Christmas. I love is, that song. Oh, it is such a great song. It is. It's good. It's funny, you know, it, it sort of makes you a little sad, but it is a good, funny song. Mm. So, um, after the song is over, they go to this scene out in the main main street of South Park, and apparently a lot of people are offended by stuff. Um... People are offended by the nativity scene out in front of the mayor's uh, building, you know, because that gets them offended. Uh, People are offended by Santa. And then uh, Kyle's mom and dad mentioned about, um, you know, the nativity scene at the school and how it offends the Jewish community. And one person's like, you are the Jewish community. (laughs) Yes. That is a great line. Oh, I love that. And um, then the, the the pastor and his group are saying, well, if you're going to ban Jesus, then you got to ban Santa and Frosty and all other, you know, non-religious Christmas, you know, characters. And then Jimbo is like, I'm offended by those little flippy things on the top of your coffee. If you can't drink them while you're driving, then you shouldn't have one on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So then the mayor says, okay, we should come up 
with a new Christmas icon. Someone that isn't offensive, someone, you know, that everyone could get behind. And Kyle mentions again, Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poop. And, you know, the, the, the boys are like, we're sorry, he's just a little out there because he's not, he doesn't celebrate Christmas. So his family goes away, and then um, then the mayor asks, are there any questions? So Mr. Garrison raises his hand, and he asks, can we get rid of all the Mexicans? <laughs> and she's like, no, Mr. Garrison, we cannot get rid of all the Mexicans. Rats. Oh, boy. We're touching on a subject 20 years later. Yeah, I know. 20 years before. I know. So, um, so we get to Kyle's house, and his little brother, Ike, opens up his first Hanukkah gift, and it's a dreidel. And then his dad talks about how it's okay to have imaginary friends, but to talk about, you know, poo is very inappropriate and very out of line. And, you know, Kyle's trying to reason with him, and... You know, the dad makes him say that, you know, there's no such thing as Mr. Hanky. So, the dad, Kyle's dad says, you're not going to get your Hanukkah gift tonight, as he sends him to his room. So, Kyle walks away, and he's like, it's probably just another stupid dreidel anyway. <laughs> and, and he's like, what'd you say? And he says, Ike's on fire, because he knocked over the uh, menorah while he was playing with his dreidel. So then uh, Kyle is brushing his teeth, and then we hear this noise. <laughs> and then oh, it's Mr. Hanky! Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo! And Kyle is like, my dad says you're not real. You do not exist. So... Um, Mr. Hanky, he starts singing a song while he's bouncing around. Um, and it's just a funny scene because the dad's trying to get in because he hears this noise. And when he does get in, there's poo smeared all over the bathroom. And, you know, the dad is shocked and Kyle is holding Mr. Hanky. And he's like, wake up, wake up. And Kyle is in bed, and he's like, Kyle, now you, you go to sleep, and you think about what you did while your poor mother has to clean this up. Oh, it, is, it is kind of disgusting. But it was it's funny that yeah. he's like, your mom has to clean this up. Yeah. So um, Mr. Hanky then comes back, and, you know... Kyle and Mr. Hanky, they're talking about how the people don't believe that he exists. Um, and Kyle, or Mr. Hanky's like, well, why don't you take me to school tomorrow? And we'll prove that you're, you know, that you exist, or that I exist. And Kyle is agreeing with that. So Carmen, Stan, and Kenny are at the bus stop, waiting to get picked up. And Stan's like, I know what I'm going to get for Christmas. I'm getting a John Elway football helmet. And they're like, how do you know? I snuck into my parents' uh, closet last night. And Carmen's like, I know what I'm getting. 
I'm getting the Ultra Viber Vibrator 2000. And they're like, well, what does that do? And it's like, I don't know, but it sounds sweet. So, um, while this is going, or then uh, Kyle brings, you know, he has this box, and he's trying to show them Mr. Hanky. And he opens the box, and, well, Mr. Hanky doesn't exist. <gasps> what? And they're like, and he's like, dude, sick! You're bringing, you know, poo in. And they're just really, you know, offended. So then uh, the mayor is out in the street and she's like, okay, take anything down Christmas related that is offensive to you. So they start taking down Santa Claus and they start taking down um, other stuff. And then Jimbo asks if anybody is offended by mistletoe. And one person raises his hand, and they cut down the mistletoe, which, which is weird because you know it's like, are you really offended by mistletoe? Just you know. <laughs> so then they go back to the school, and they take the Christmas tree away, and you know it's like, okay, now we got nothing. Is there any song that you kids know, you know, that we can sing? So Carvin has this idea, and he has a song, and it's called Kyle's Mom is a Big Fat Bitch. And he said, you know, to do it in D minor. And I, this is another funny song. This is, oh. this is one of my favorite songs. Yes, it is just great. It is and... so hilariously um. Uh, what what can I say? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's 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 so rude. It is. Plus, they use the accordion in this very good <laughs> song. I, I mean, there's no other way this song. <laughs> so while Carvin is singing the song, here comes Mr. Hanky. Mr. Hanky comes to life. And, you know, he's hearing the song and, you know, he's, you know, like, it's like, gosh, you know, why are, why is he singing this about your mom? So this gets Mr. Hanky upset and he goes and he touches, I guess would be the right word here. He touches Cartman and they think that Kyle threw Mr. Hanky at Cartman. So... Kyle then goes to the counselor's office. This is the debut of Mr. Mackey. Okay. Okay. So they talk about how, you know, the kids, you know, they're worried and because he's Jewish and, you know, he can't celebrate Christmas and all that. Meanwhile, that, you know, Mr. Hankey is, or not Mr. Hankey, Mr. Mackey is talking. Mr. Hankey is talking to Kyle while he's in the coffee cup of Mr. Mackey. And Mr. Mackey sees the poo, and he, you know, he starts getting, you know, going crazy. And, you know, eventually it leads to the point where the boys have to take Kenny, or not Kenny, Kyle, to a mental institution to get him, you know, fixed back together. And, you know, hopefully... You know, he can be better after the holidays. Right. 
Mm-hmm. So, another thing that happens during this episode is with Kenny. It's a very small thing, but it's funny. Mr. Mr. Garrison asks Kenny to go unplug um, all the plugs that are in the outlets that are near the this water faucet in the gym, and there's just water all on the ground. And you're thinking, well, there goes Kenny for the week. Nothing happens. Huh? So then, uh, everybody's in town to get ready for the Christmas pageant, the Christmas show. So somebody notices that the Christmas star is still out. And of course, someone has to be offended by it. So Mr. Garrison tells Kenny to go climb up the ladder and retrieve the Christmas star, but to be careful to not fall into the pool of where the shark is that's being used in the third act. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, Chef comes out, and he sings a a somewhat Christmas song about uh, making love by the Yule Log. Yeah, is this his Christmas song? <laughs> I pretend that as a question, because I'm not sure if this is a Christmas song. Well, okay, you, you remember the first episode where right. he's singing, I'm going to make love to you, woman? Yes. This is like the Christmas version. Right. So... And, um, we'll talk about, well, actually, there's a lot of things that go with this episode in, as far as, like, putting stuff out on CD and stuff later. Right. So then, um, you know, Kenny gets the star, and he's not dead. Hmm. (laughs) So now we have our non-offensive, non-denominational Christmas show. And I I did want to mention this real quick to you, because um, the rock station that we have here, DC 101, every year for a long time, they used to have the non-denominational Christmas show. And they'd have different bands perform um, during the, uh, you know, for that event. I never went to it, but... um, you know, that was a funny thing that would happen. I was like, that's not a bad idea. It really isn't. So, real quickly, we see uh, Kyle in the uh, mental institution, and he's singing the Dreidel Dreidel song. And then, you know, he's singing it, and he goes, second verse, same as the first. Oh, Dreidel, 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 I met you out of clay, Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. So, now we get to this Christmas show. Where the music is composed by Philip Glass. Um, I never heard of him. I'm looking at what he's done now. Uh, he's done film score, classical, and minimalism music. He's still alive, actually. Oh, oh, he's sort of a local guy. He's from Baltimore, Maryland, which is about a half hour away from me. So. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Who, who knew? I, I did not know that he uh, was from Baltimore. Hmm. Uh, he's been nominated for an Academy Award three times for Best Original Score. Did not win. 
Although he did win a Golden Globe for Best Original Score to The Truman Show. Really? Mm-hmm. That's a good movie. I, yeah. I love that movie. Holy shit, I love that movie. Why wasn't Jim Carrey nominated for an Oscar for that one? Yep. Come on. Yep. So, you know, they're doing the show, and it's terrible. I mean, it's just terrible. And then... All the townspeople, they break out and they start a fight. And they're just fighting. And the kids are watching this and, you know, this, it's just terrible. So then Chef comes over and he's like, hey, where's Kyle? And he's like, and, and Stan's like, oh, we put him in a mental institution because he was talking about some <laughs> Christmas poop. And Chef's like, I love Mr. That. Hanky? And I the kids are, that. and he's like, uh-oh. So they put two and two together. Mr. Hanky exists. So then, and this is again, the next part is real funny. We get a, a commercial within the show for the Mr. Hanky playset. So. I <laughs> so wish this was true. <laughs> I so wish I, I could buy this. So, so it's these two kids and their mom. And this and, is, uh, we, we have to say that this is not cartoon. No, this is not a cartoon. This is real life. Yeah. So then, um, you know, one kid makes Mr. Hanky as a Christmas one. And then the other one makes him into a mariachi Mr. Hanky. <laughs> and, you know, they're playing the, you know, the joyful commercial song peacefully. And the girl's like... Oh, I wish Dad was alive to see this. Oh. And he's like, "Rub." It's <laughs> done so well. Oh. And, and then you know they play the end of the commercial, and the kids are, and they're wondering what happened. And their little girl is eating the poo. <laughs> oh man, it's so unright. <laughs> it is, but it's fantastic. It is so funny. Um, so Oof. then we come back and, you know, the people are still fighting and then the kids are, you know, Stan feels terrible because they put Ken or Kyle into, you know, an institution and then they start to go, I believe in Mr. Hanky. I believe in Mr. Hanky, you know, and then suddenly, here comes Mr. Hanky and the kids can't believe it. And Carmen is like. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys, I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. <laughs> Even Cartman has <sighs> has a point where enough is enough. <laughs> and that is it. So Mr. Hankey sees what's going on and you know he whistles and he tells him to stop fighting. And then we get oh my god. Fro, I'm not going to lie. Every time I watch this episode, this one scene, I almost cry at. And he talks, you know, Mr. Hanky, uh, yeah, I know, I almost cried because of a talking piece of poo. <laughs> but. It's good know, that you say it, so I yeah, don't have to. Yeah, it is good that I say it, yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's basically this, you know, Christmas is the one time of the year where we forget about all of our troubles in the world, 
you know, what's going wrong? What isn't right? It's the one day of the year to just basically put everything aside to, you know, to, to be with the people that you love and, uh, you know, just be with your friends and bake cookies, you know. And basically, Mr. Hanky is like, you know, it doesn't matter what, you know, your religion is or what you are, but it, you should just be with your family and just be together. So at the end, you know, the speech is over. And there's one person that claps. It's Kyle's dad. So then everyone starts to clap. And, you know, they start to, you know, go with what Mr. Hankey said. Instead, it's like, dude, this is pretty effed up right here. So we go back to the institution. And Kyle is singing I'm a Lonely Jew again. And here comes Mr. Hankey popping into the window. And Kyle's like, no, no, you can't be real. And he's like, why don't you look outside? And here's everybody in South Park. And there we go. Merry Christmas, Kyle Broflovsky. And, you know, there he's like, is it real? Is it true? And they let him out and they sing the Mr. Hankey the Christmas Pooh song. Because remember, if you if you have fiber in your diet, he will come to your town on Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh. So, um, you know, there, they. Oh, go ahead. Oh, there's so much to love about this. I just, yeah. I, I just in in super enjoy talking about it. It is so, it's so touching on so many levels. It is. So Mr. Hanky leaves. He rides off with Santa. And Stan gives us our, here's what I learned today. I learned that Jewish people are okay and that Hanukkah can be cool too. And then, (laughs) yeah. And then Kyle realizes, you know, there's something not right here. And there's like, you know, this, this violin music playing, you know, like almost like from Psycho. And Carmen and Stan are agreeing too. It's like, you know, there's something not right here. And you see Kenny, you know, like his eyes pop open. And then at the top of the screen, it says, the end. And Kyle is celebrating. Woohoo! <laughs> or Kenny, I mean, Kenny. Kenny makes it through a whole episode without dying. Yes. So you think after that, the episode is over, right? Right. Wrong. What? Because there's one more thing. We go to the South Park All Access Television Channel, and here's Jesus with a birthday cake and a table and balloons and hat, and he's singing Happy Birthday to himself. And he blows the candle out, and the lights go out. And that is the end of the episode. I love that ending. All right. Now, before we get into everything, right, I have to tell the story. Uh, this episode and my mom. Now, Fro knows my mom very well. Actually, a lot of people who listen to this probably have talked to my mom. I, I have a secret crush on your mom. Hey, now, wait a minute. You're going to have to beat up my dad for her. Um, but anyway, so... 
I, I everyone like that likes my singing has a star in in my book. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> then that makes sense. All right. So. So I had you know I had the first season of South Park on DVD, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm watching it, and the next episode is this episode. Um, and my mom is like. Do you mind if I come and watch it with you? And I'm like, are you sure? Because it's South Park. But it is Christmas, and she loves Christmas. So we watch it, and she loved this episode. She she laughed at, you know, she laughed at the Lonely Jew song. She laughed at so many different things about this episode. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she says to me, you know, Bill, what would be a good idea? We should show this to the rest of your, to, to everybody in our family later. And I'm like, oh, oh okay, sure, we'll, we'll do that. <laughs> so then that evening, everybody's at the house, and we watch this episode for the second time that day. And everybody's laughing, you know, with this episode. They're loving it. So basically, in the Yankovi household or the family, the coll- or the uh, Maryland chapter, this is probably our favorite South Park episode ever. Really? Probably. And Ooh. and this and this is because of my mom, who, when I was nine, banned me from watching The Simpsons, which I understand. You know, mom is supposed to do what she can to look out. Um, you know, <laughs> hey, back then, you know, they weren't as somewhat clean as they were today, you know. Yeah, PG. Yeah, PG. Yeah, that's the right term. But, you know, we watched this, and she loved it. She just loved this episode. She loved this episode. I feel like the Grinch right now. It don't. Aww. Okay. Now, uh, before we get into our review or our thoughts, what did IMDb give this episode? Uh, they gave this episode eight point three out of ten. That's still one of the higher ones. Yeah. Do you want my review of this? Yeah. Are you yeah. sure you want my review I of this? Sure. <laughs> because I, I on one one side, I think this is one of the best uh, South Park episodes, and on the other side, I hate it because it reminds me of Christmas. Like my my, I I could go on telling stories about Christmas and how terrible my Christmas were. Uh, right. Waiting for my drunk grandma to drive fifty miles over the mount- mountain, mm-hmm. but uh, but but it's it's a Chris- uh, like I have problems. I have personal problems with Christmas, so that's why uh, it's kind of it's hard for me to watch this. Right. It is it is really good, and I'm trying to like forgo my feelings about uh, Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that's why I I will give it an eight, but it doesn't get higher score because it reminds me of sad times. Okay, 
I, you know what? I respect that. Not, not gonna bash you on that one. You know, um, here in the U.S. and I'm sure in Norway too, we have like eight thousand holiday Christmas specials that are on every year. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mentioned, we had, you know, a Charlie Brown Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, reference at the beginning of this review. I love that. There's Rudolph, there's mm-hmm. Frosty, mm-hmm. Uh, Santa Claus Comes to Town, mm-hmm. any version of A Christmas Carol. Although, Classic. Although my favorite is the Disney version with uh, Scrooge McDuck. Yes, I love that. Um, and there, there's so many, you know, I could list all day. Like, we would be a while. Mm-hmm. To, you know, mention every single one. This is one of the most underrated Christmas-themed episodes. I agree. I, of all time. I agree. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, because you're focusing on two things here. You're focusing on a, a boy who's Jewish, who, because of his religion, cannot celebrate Christmas. Right. But he has this quote-unquote imaginary friend who, you know, is a part of Christmas, being Mr. Hanky. Right. Then you also have the whole, we're offended by this, 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 this. Mm -hmm. Which is still going on to this day. Yes. (coughs) Donald Trump. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, I this is long before Donald Trump. Uh, I, I coughed. No, I, it was not, I know. not nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, but I mean, like, you know, you don't, when you go to the stores, you don't hear everybody say Merry Christmas. It's Happy Holidays. Yeah. Which, if you're saying it because, okay, we're gathering all the holidays into one, I could understand that. Yeah. But Christmas is the big holiday. I I totally agree. It is. I hate to say it. Although I, you know, I respect all the other holidays. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yes, even Kwanzaa. Even though that is a, uh, you know, what? I'm just gonna say it anyway. Kwanzaa is a made-up holiday. It yeah. is a made-up holiday. I said it. If you don't like it, <laughs> kiss my behind. <laughs> but anyway, Trey Parker and Matt Stone hit this perfectly. Right. They got everything right. And then, like I said, the speech by Mr. Hankey, that almost makes me cry every time I watch that episode. Can I guess what you're giving this? You can. I, you're giving it a 10. Yeah, this is my first 10 episode. <laughs> this is a tenner. <laughs> and don't surprise. get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Pink Eye is a very good episode. Big Gay Owls, Big Gay Bow Ride is another good episode. But this is it. This is the best one, I think, of the first season. I think. It's just, there's a lot of heart that goes into this. There's a lot of creativity that goes into this. It's perfect. It's perfect. Okay. Now, before we get into how the critics thought of this, a couple of things to mention. First off, the production of the episode, how this episode came to be, which is which I did not know until a little while ago. The, um, let me, hold on, let me 
find it. Okay, here we go. Parker and Stone originally conceived that the episode Damien, which, oh, by the way, is going to be our next episode we review, which involves a boxing match between Jesus and Satan, that was going to be the first Christmas episode. Although they had long planned to feature Mr. Hankey in the show, they did not decide to make him a Christmas character until halfway through the filming of Damien. Once they made the decision, they decided to film Mr. Hankey the Christmas Pooh, the holiday episode, instead. Although it would not air until after the Mr. Hankey episode, Parker and Stone finished production of Damien before working on Mr. Hankey the Christmas Pooh. Now, where does Mr. Hankey come from? Well, the Mr. Hankey character was based on an idea Trey Parker's dad created when he was toilet training him as a child. <laughs> Parker said he refused to flush the toilet as a child, so his father told him if he did not flush down his stool, which he called Mr. Hankey, it would come to life and kill him. <laughs> oh, poor boy. Seriously. The concept stayed with Parker throughout his childhood, starting in elementary school and throughout his entire education. He would often draw the character in class, wearing a sailor's hat instead of the Santa Claus hat he would later wear in South Park. Parker shared the concept with Matt Stone when the two met at University of Colorado at Boulder, and the duo immediately knew they wanted to create a film or production involving Mr. Hankey. The two discussed filming a three-minute short film involving a boy who uh, befriended the talking stool, but Mr. Hankey would not come alive for anybody else, prompting others to believe the boy was crazy. They planned for the boy's parents to find him holding a stool in the bathroom and blame the child for smearing feces along the walls when it was actually Mr. Hankey's fault. They also planned to have him visit a school counselor, where Mr. Hankey would leap into the counselor's coffee mug and the boy would be blamed. At the end, it would turn out that the boy was indeed crazy and Mr. Hankey was not real at all. But a figment of the boy's imagination. Oh, that's funny. Parker and Stone never made the short film, but practically all of its elements were included in the episode Mr. Hankey the Christmas Pooh, with the notable exception of the ending. Now, with the song, um, they did come out with a CD. Yes. Um, I think it's Mr. Hankey's Christmas Classics. Yes. I think is the name of it. Uh, let me let me see if I can find that real quick, and I'll tell you um, what. Oh, here, hold on. Maybe I'm, pretty I, sure, I'm pretty sure I have I had that CD. I I do have that CD. Okay. Um, Okay, so, and we'll probably mention this again when we get to the episode, um, because, yes, there's going to be a Christmas episode where everyone sings, but um, here, here are the songs that are on this album. It came out November 23rd, 1999. Uh, of course, we have Mr. Hankey, the Christmas Boo, Merry Effin' Christmas, Mr. Garrison, Oh, Holy Night by Cartman. I love that. That is a good one. My sister likes that one. Both, actually, well, no, I think both of them do like it. Um, 
Dead, Dead, Dead by Juan Schwartz, Mr. Mackey with Carol of the Bells, Kyle with The Lonely Jew on Christmas, uh, Shelly, Stan's sister, I Saw Three Ships, Stan Marsh and Wendy Testaburger, It Happened in Sun Valley, <laughs> Adolf Hitler with O. Tenenbaum, yes. Satan with Christmas Time in Hell, Chef mm-hmm. with What the Hell Child Is This, Mr. Hankey with Santa Claus is on his way, Cartman with Swiss Colony Beef Log, Carmen and his family hark the Herald Angels sing. Uh, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel with the boys and Kyle's parents. Kenny and Mr. Hankey with the most offensive song ever, which <laughs> I have never figured out what is the offensive part. Uh-huh. Uh, Mr. Ose with We Three Kings and Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Okay. So that's, that is the Christmas, that's the list. That's the uh, tracks of the album. All right. Now, to the reviews and receptions of this episode. The reviews and receptions. Although Parker and Stone credit Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride as helping elevate the series, which we both felt it did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They ele- or they felt Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh elevated South Park to a new level of popularity Excuse me, and relevance. Parker said of it, this was the episode that just vaulted everything. Following the success of Mr. Hankey the Christmas Pooh, a large number of celebrities started contacting Comedy Central with the hopes of making guest appearances in South Park episodes. This allowed Parker and Stone to practically take their pick of guest stars and led to appearances by, spoiler alert for future episodes, Natasha Henstridge in Tom's Rhinoplasty, and Robert Smith in Mecca Streisand. Stone said, although Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh has become less shocking with time, viewers at the time of the episode's original broadcast were shocked, and some were horrified at the idea of a living and speaking Christmas stool. Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh was the fourth highest overall basic cable entertainment program of 1997. <laughs> In its original American broadcast, the episode received a Nielsen rating of 5.4, meaning the episode was seen by about 4.5 million households. Holy mother. Hmm? The rating was the highest yet for South Park and was more than seven times the Comedy Central primetime average. Can you think of that? Seven times. Seven times. That is unbelievable. It's so such a high rating. The episode also earned a 51 share of the male demographic aged between 18 and 24. A share represents the percentage of households using a television at the time the program is airing. Right. Mr. Hankey, The Christmas Pooh, has been described as one of the classic episodes of South Park. Chris Wagner of the, Daily, of the Dallas Morning News described Mr. Hankey himself as the most outrageous character yet on TV's most outrageous show. Charlie Patton of the Florida Times Union said the episode was crude, nasty, irreverent, and generally offensive. Also, extremely funny. Yeah. yeah. He also said of the Mr. Hankey character, 
if you're the sort of person who didn't care for that scene in train spotting where the Ewan McGregor character dove down the toilet or yeah, dove down the toilet and into the sewer in pursuit of his lost suppository, the whole Mr. Hankey subplot is going to be deeply disturbing. Doug Pratt, a DVD reviewer and Rolling Stone contributor, said, Technically, the Christmas episode might well be the show's best effort artistically because it tackles the PCification of Christmas head-on and also has an interesting psychological subtext. Does the hero actually see Mr. Hankey or does he have some serious psychological problems? Diane Wirtz of Today said of the episode, It's gross. It's yucky. It's probably offensive. It's also possibly the funniest holiday episode anybody's airing this year. <laughs> Wartz particularly praised the song A Lonely Jew on Christmas. Jeffrey Andrew Weinstock, author of Taking South Park Seriously, said, This episode arguably pushes the boundaries of what is acceptable, both for Christmas specials and television in general, farther than any previous one. Weinstock said this was particularly true on the episode's fake live-action commercial. Before the episode was released, Debbie Leibling, then Comedy Central Vice President of Developmental or Development and Production, herself described the episode as adorably offensive. Alan Sepinwall of the Star-Ledger called the episode a brilliant skewering of political correctness and oversensitivity and called it at once hilariously satiric and extraordinarily foul. Sepinwall also added Mr. Anki to his 1997 list of most memorable TV moments, describing the character as the year's most disturbing cartoon image, and as a mythical holiday creature so bizarre and offensive, it literally cannot be described in a family newspaper. <laughs> Matt Rausch of USA Today praised the episode, which he described as ribald, raunchy, and righteous. A.J. Jacobs of Entertainment Weekly said in January 1998 that the episode was already infamous. Jacobs also said Mr. Hankey was so popular, he half-jokingly suggested Matt Parker and Trey Stone pursue a spinoff revolving around the character. That wouldn't surprise me, to be honest. The music in Mr. Hankey the Christmas Pooh was also praised. A Lonely Jew on Christmas has been described as a classic song. And Kyle's Mom is a Big Fat Bitch, which reviewers described as one of Cartman's trademarks, was included in the 1999 South Park film, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. And the version in that is better. (laughs) Well, we'll see when we get to that. Not all reviews of Mr. Hankey the Christmas Pooh were positive. Boo. Rick Marin of Newsweek described the episode as simply one long potty joke. No. Virginia Rohan of The Record said he liked Kyle's song and some of Kenny's antics, but said the episode was not as funny as the Spirit of Christmas shorts. Rohan said South Park can be brilliantly over the edge, but often tonight it sorely needs a comic bungee cord. In 2003, the Chicago-based Red Eye ranked Mr. Hankey the Christmas Pooh the greatest South Park episode. 
In October 2004, the Comedy Central website held a poll to determine the top 27 South Park episodes for a television marathon. Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh came third, just behind Good Times with Weapons and Fat Butt and Pancake Head. South Park Studios, the official South Park website, listed Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh at number four on its list of the five most notorious episodes. Oh, it's definitely up there. Now, there is actually controversy to this. Yeah, the Red and Stimpy controversy. I've never heard of this. Never, ever heard about this. And I know I'm going to mess up this first na- or the last name, so I apologize if he's listening to this. Yeah, because his name is Crickfalusi? Uh, close. John Crickfalusi. Well, actually, let's see if they have how it's pronounced. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's Chris Falusi. Okay. All right. So there we go. The creator of Ren and Stimpy claimed that the Mr. Hanky concept was stolen from his cartoon short, Nutty the Friendly Dump, which was part of a cartoon book series viewable online. The creator, whose last name we will not attempt to try today, said after the show aired, I I got nine or ten messages from friends screaming, I can't believe this, they totally stole your story. The, I, this idea of feces, singing or dancing and being friends, well, that is my idea. He said he felt other elements of South Park were lifted from his work, and he told media outlets his company, Spumco, was contemplating taking legal actions against Parker and Stone. Comedy Central spokesman Tony Fox said Stone and Parker were not familiar with Nutty the Friendly Dump, and that the claim was ludicrous. Parker said he had never seen more than half an episode of Ren and Stimpy, which he said, <laughs> which he said he did not enjoy because the characters were too over the top and the voice acting was too annoying. I love Ren and Stimpy, by the way. Park said Crick Falusi, I tried it again, eventually contacted South Park's creators. He wrote a letter back saying, Oh, okay, I see how it could be just just be a coincidence. But you should just admit to the press that you're a big Ren and Stimpy fan. I'm not a Ren and Stimpy fan. You're not? No, that's what Trey Parker said. Oh. Um. <laughs> Do you like Ren and Stimpy? They have their good moments. Like, my favorite one is uh, when they're the royal... Mounted Police. I love that episode. And the, you know, the song. It's the song that makes yeah. it. And we will probably go to... <laughs> that. Now that's the episode that my mom had me banned from watching Ren and Stimpy as a child, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, remember you banned me from watching Ren and Stimpy? Yeah. That's what I was mentioning. Hi, girls, mom. Oh, she just said hi to you too. So, (laughs) she says hi. He says hi back. Uh, I don't think he'll be able to make it in time. (laughs) Best question ever. Thank you. He says thank you though. 
Anytime you're in the area, stop by. Okay, I will next time I'm in the area. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we've talked so much about this episode. Oh, yeah. That we still... We still got to pick a character. You you pick this time. I have picked Mr. Hanke. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> what a perfect choice. Huh? Yeah. Uh, uh, his gender is male. His occupation is Christmas spirits. His religion is Christian. He uh, was uh, last appearance in I Should Never Gone Ziplining. His wife is Autumn Hanke. His daughter is Amber Hanke. His son is Cornelius Hanke, and his other son is uh, Simon Hanke, and he's voiced by Trey Parker, and his first appearance is really not in in Damien, but it says Damien here as a ca- cameo. His first right. appearance is is in Mr. Hanke, the Christmas right. Pooh, but because they taped or made Damien first. His, mm-hmm. his, his first appearance is in Damien. Right. Can you read a little about him, maybe? I would love to. A magical being that appears once a year on Christmas to those who have eaten lots of fiber to spread tidings of joy. Mr. Hanking is the living embodiment of the very spirit of Christmas itself. With the help of his lovely wife, Autumn, and his three children, Amber, Simon, and Cornwallis... Mr. Hankey cheerfully spreads the joy and commercialism of the holiday season to all he can and throws himself at people who disrespect his loyal believers like Kyle and Chef. He also sings holiday songs to cheer people up or making them quit their bitchin' and sticks himself in your mouth or coffee mug sometimes. Mr. Hankey spends most of the year living in his cozy little house in the sewers and can only spend extended time on the surface with the help of Chef's chocolate salty balls. He can also travel via the Poochu Express, as well as the Magical Helicrafter and the 737. (laughs) He's also a Grandmaster Wizard of Poo Magic when push comes to shove with powerful enemies, such as Robert Redford. (laughs) More than capable of running them out of town. Yeah. He's a big fan of commercialism, and his name appears on all sorts of products. Be careful, there's a lot of fake Mr. Hankies out there, but only one real one. If you're a real fan of Mr. Hanky, you can buy a Mr. Hanky construction set and make your very own Mr. Hanky. But can you, though? Hmm, yeah, I wonder. Uh, we have some memorable uh, quotes, like... Yes, we do. Howdy Golly! That isn't very nice. I'd sure like to teach him a lesson. Why do I... Sorry. Why do you have to say these things in front of these people? I'm sorry, Kyle. I really thought my idea would work for you. Howdy ho, boys. Let's go. Uh, He has been in some episodes. Damien, as we said, it's not episode 8. It's wrong. Right. Uh, and uh, Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Pooh, Chef Chocolate Salty Balls, that we are going to talk about. Uh, Merry Christmas, uh, Charlie Manson. I love that episode. Uh, Mr. Hanky's Christmas Classics. Um, a Very Crappy Christmas. Red Sled Down. Preschool. Uh, 
201 and we should go zip lining as I, we talked about. Mm-hmm. There are some fun facts about him. Maybe you will tell us about them. I sure will. Mr. Hankey appears in a sailor costume in Damien for a brief second when Damien Thorne is tearing apart the, the lunch room in an early bird cameo. This is his original design, which I think we mentioned earlier. Yeah. In the DVD commentary for Mr. Hankey the Christmas Pooh, Matt and Trey comment that the series was originally focused on Mr. Hankey, and the main reason the show ended up on Comedy Central instead of Fox was their willingness to accept the Mr. Hankey character. Oh, good for <laughs> Comedy Central. I did not know that. Yeah, that's good for uh, bad for Fox and good for Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Although I think Fox is still doing pretty good after all these years. After all these years. Phew. Phew. Long well, episode. Yeah, but I don't mind it. Because this, this, was, this was an episode that I was really looking forward to. And we and got a And it's it. kind of... Funny because like now we can mention that the next one is Damien, mm-hmm. and it fits a little t- together with the, the the Christmas and Hanukkah and uh, it really does. Yeah, so we we could call it the fourth in the in the holiday season, but yeah, I mean we'll we'll leave it up to the people if they want it to be that way or not. So. Yeah. Um. So, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, after discussing birthdays and Christmas and other events, um, why, don't you, why don't we do this real quick? Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at House of Bill. And um, if you, you want check- to follow me at Twitter, you don't. <laughs> there you go. And. Um, Check out my other podcasts, including that wrestling show, The Scorecard, uh, Nostalgia Crew, and Untitled Movie Project. Uh, that was really good, by the way. This oh, the No Holds Barred one? Yeah. Yeah. I love that one. That's why I did it. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, you can check out me at uh, Another Digital Citizen. Where we last episode really talked about South Park at the end uh, uh, and how much I wanted Luke to begin to listen to this uh, <laughs> to this podcast actually. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, and uh, sorry to cut you off. Don't forget to join our uh, Facebook group. Facebook group. Facebook. Yes, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, and Fro has really been doing his, and he's been adding people left and right into the group. And uh, we've yeah. just been doing a lot. Add people. Mm-hmm. Add people. That's we, we don't did. mind. We, we, we don't we, mind. We no. really don't mind. And it's a closed group, so you can talk about fucking things. <laughs> Pretty much. Time. Yeah. It's a closed group. You can say almost everything. Almost. Well, but please don't tell the children that uh, Mr. Hanky isn't true, because... We all believe him in him in, in our hearts. Yes, we do. Yeah. Uh, well, as we've mentioned a couple of times, the next episode that we're going to review is Damien. 
I don't know how it's going to top this one, but we'll give it a try. <laughs> For Fro, I'm Bill. We hope you've enjoyed coming to Shark's Pond. hi Merry Christmas! Alrighty. Let me...